Hello, and welcome to ClapperCast. Um, as you can tell, Carson is skipping out on this episode for some strange reasons, so um, it's going to be me hosting, but uh, we have a guest. Uh, it is the film drunk, Jonathan Fuji. How are you doing? Doing all right. Up a little bit, up a little bit early on a Sunday. It just my sleep schedule is still off, but it is from what it Oscars, is. The noms. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm still hungover from the Oscar noms and the two Leslie situation. So that's what it is. Yeah, no, um, it's so funny to like, um, especially because I was talking to people this whole time about this movie, uh, Infinity Pool. um, And I was like, oh, yeah. And the last one, Possessor, which had the two Leslie girl. And that's all they know of her is like the girl who stole the nom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is so funny because I like went from not really caring about her to being like, Oh, I'm a huge fan of uh, Andrew Riseborough. To now, this is like going to be her thing for years. Yeah, um, it's almost like one of those like uh, you know monkey's paw situations where you're like, oh yeah, this will be great, and then like when you actually have it, it's like, oh <laughs> yeah, th- this <laughs> I don't know. This yeah, whole situation is so interesting to me. Yeah, but... have you watched it yet? Nope. I, I, it yet. I, I rented it the second the nom happened, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it, and I just. I keep being like, oh, am I ready for it? Like, I heard long... she's good. Yeah, no, I know. But it's like a long, slow drama, which is like, yeah, unless it's about Lydia Tarr, I don't care. Right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're Lydia Tarr. Oh, God. But um, yeah, so uh, the episode today is about Infinity Pool, which is um, Baby Cronenberg, Brandon Cronenberg's new movie. Um, he previously did Possessor. Um, two years back and also antiviral a few years back um, if you know those but this movie stars uh, Mia Goth Alexander Skarsgård and uh, most of the reviews call it um, the white lotus on acid or like some aspect of that but I I really didn't feel that I got that more of a black mirror vibe overall from this um, yeah. and like we'll start out with um, spoiler free and then we can move into spoilers but um, I know you're more mid on it, so I'll let you start. I'm curious what you thought. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess mid is fair. I certainly don't think this is bad. I mean, I don't know. Brandon Cronenberg, and you see the name attached to it, and then you see the trailer. And I feel like as an audience, you should kind of know what you're in for when you watch Infinity Pool. And it, to me, it's one of those movies where just like your mileage may vary. Uh, to me, honestly, the first half, I was like, this is pretty great. I'm actually really liking kind of all his ideas that he's throwing at it visually. I I think it's it's pretty neat. But then the the main reason I I come across as as mid (laughs) overall is with the length, not that it's a long movie, but I just felt that the second half, it was kind of just returning its wheels a little bit and kind of essentially going through some of the same stuff. And then eventually all the shocking horror or sex or whatever just started to wear off on me a little bit and if if that's just how i could say it simply and quickly that's essentially the reason why i come across as like hey this is like a three-star movie that i don't think i would recommend to my friends knowing their taste but if you are into like the sick cronenberg and everything even though he's not his dad still pretty neat though then you'll, you'll probably like it way more than i did i mean the cronenberg stuff just lately crimes of the future i wasn't a big fan of I actually like Infinity Pool much more than Crimes of the Future, which maybe is is a good thing in itself. But yeah, overall, I just think that the second half is kind of what I was kind of like, OK, I, I get it. 
like I get it. And then eventually it just became vibes and then it didn't really go anywhere for me. But I know, uh, I know you're a big fan of it. Yeah. So I'm more interested to see um, what I you're going to hear. I am curious real quick. I know there's two versions of this film and I know you were at Sundance. Did you see the R or did you see the NC 17 version? I, I assume I saw the NC 17 version. Okay. Because... So like that is a little bit different for me. Um, okay. Like, because I saw the, I saw the theater version. So I do think that there's probably like you're, you know, when I saw it, it's pretty bloodless in the R rated version. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, um, there's a lot of cutaways. There's almost no, there's like a couple sex moments, but I know that there's, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. This is going to be interesting then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things like Carson as well, watched the NC 17. Um, but you know, I was prepped based on the reviews from Sundance. Oh, this is going to be like this really dark, you know, really gross. And then I watched it. And I was like, it's it's pretty light. I think they really went like, OK, if this is going to be the theatrical cut, we're going to go like no weird stuff. Um, the the trippy moments are still there and there are like some gross moments within that. But having watched Possessor, this is like very tame. Um, so I think that's like one of the differences here. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe like if we had been flipped, I would be uh, more mid because I did feel like there was a restraint there <laughs> that obviously. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. I, I had no clue. Yeah. Um, specifically, I know some of the sex scenes like are supposed to be a lot more graphic than what are in this. This was it's like, so long, dude. Yeah, this it's is not <laughs> so long in the movie. I was like, holy crap, this is a long sex scene. Um, yeah, no, that's so funny. Um yeah, especially the scene uh, at the beach at the beginning. Like, that is like a blink and you miss it kind of. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, for me, when I watch a lot of these movies that throw a lot of concepts out um, and allow you to, like, think about them while you're watching the movie, I find those really interesting. I found that in Tar. Um, I found that um, in Possessor, actually. Um these movies that are like, here's a lot of thoughts, but we're not going to really tell you what like the moral implications of them or like give you judgment or like spoon feed at all. And it's like, I do see like that being very annoying and obtuse for a lot of people. But for me, it just like when I'm sitting there, I'm just thinking through, I'm like, okay, so what did that mean? And what could this mean? And like um, when a movie like is really simple, I kind of get bored. And I think that people flip it. Um, and then with these kind of obtuse movies, they get bored in that way. So I do think like I am one of the uh, different <laughs> the dogs, uh, <laughs> one of the different uh, kind of people there. But like for me, I just found, uh, you know, it's almost one of those like the cool kids aren't that cool kind of movies like Mean Girls or something like that. But like to the <laughs> to the ultimate level of that um and I found it also really interesting in its whole discussion about like self hatred, um, and like what is empathy. Um, you know, they talk about like what these people's lives are outside of it, and they're like very normal people who have jobs. They're not psychopaths, but like this is in their hearts. And mm-hmm. I think that that's really common, um, not just even with the rich, as you know, Skarsgård isn't rich, um, and that's how he's allowed to do it because of his wife. Um, I find it really interesting to have that whole discussion on like, you know, what is, what ultimately like makes you human. Um, and I think this movie does a lot of like cool 
explorations of that and it doesn't have answers. So I heard actually last night they did a QA and a and um, some of the letterbox reviews were like, it was a lot of just abstract nonsense. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably what I figure. It's not a movie like that. I think even Cronenberg to an extent knows what he's fully getting at. Sure. But I find that really interesting. Um, but yes, in the R rated version, very clean. Um, and some people are going to be like, no, it wasn't. But like, having seen possessor i was expecting sure. like oh this is the your movie. expectations well also like you know you think about something like saw mm-hmm. um you know the saw franchise and you're like that's really gross there's some you know or smile last year where there's some really gross imagery in there and this for the most part like they cut away almost every time there's violence um it's all kind of off screen um and i don't know like um, so the basic plot of the film is that uh, Alexander Skarsgård um, goes to this island called, I think it's Atoka, um, where you're allowed to stay in the resort, but you shouldn't leave the resort. Um, and they leave the resort and end up uh, killing some people. And the rules of the country are it's uh, death for any law breaking. And if you're rich enough, though, they can clone you and you have to watch your clone get murdered. He has that happen. And then um, he realizes that he can continue to do that because he has the money and uh, power. So they continue to break laws um, while he hangs out with Mia Goth, Um, which also side note, I don't like Mia Goth until this movie. That was a real, (laughs) this was my like ex Pearl moment. I've seen both of those now. And I was like, She's fine. And then that's this was- crazy you say that because I kind of agree. Well, I, I, I think I like Mia Goth more than what you're leading on. But in this one, not to cut you off, but yeah, I, thought no, was, I thought she was incredible in this one. Yeah. No. Um, also, I saw people saying that she should be the new Harley Quinn. And I was like, mm, yep. After seeing this, especially uh, the bus sequence, which even oh, like man. the movie's detractors are like, that's the best sequence of the, the movie. Oh, yeah. She's so it, good. In that so one. good. Uh, laying on the hood of the car, <laughs> yeah, with a bucket of fried chicken and <laughs> Chardonnay. Uh, yeah, no, I also just think like you know a lot of his um, design work is really great. Those masks um, are really Oof. horrifying. Yeah, um, the one with the holes. That yeah. one freaks me out because <laughs> I have. What's it called? I have trypophobia. Yeah. Which I know sounds stupid when you're like fear of holes. What is that? But like certain looks. Yeah, that I don't like that. Well, I mean, I always thought it was silly until I found out that it's based on like um, those holes were usually burrowing bugs. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Lizard drain stuff. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, I get it now. Um, Yeah. It was actually funny when I saw that mask. I was like, oh, that that just threw a lot of people off. Yeah. the the three face one was the one that like I was just like every time that guy showed up I was like Mm-mm, don't like that one and yeah. I don't know why it was just like that was but um I also fully sure we're gonna see a million of those uh as costumes this year I'm sure uh, it's the easy go to but um so I have to I have to ask then yeah no I'm not sure because gosh the the rated R cut I didn't realize they they cut that much I mean so I assume the theatrical version is shorter than lengthwise. Um, yes, it has to be. By at least a few minutes. Yeah, let's I see assume. if I can find out. 
Um, we can cut this. Versus R rated. We'll cut explicit scenes. Um, it cut extremely tight shots on body parts, violence, and sexual acts. I'm okay, well, that's a lot it. of that. That's yeah. a lot of it. Okay. The movie was 12 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it was just a, it was about him going to a, um, a little. Yeah, bill- just a little and getaway. And nothing happened. <laughs> a getaway, met a crazy person. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, no, I think, um, I think a lot probably got cut. Also, um, I believe some of that being cut was the um, uh, epilepsy stuff as well. Because they had yeah. a warning at the beginning of the movie. But when I watched yeah. it, you know, uh, one of my friends has epilepsy. And um, I was like, oh, this is, I got to see, like, is this going to be bad for him? And I watch it, I'm like, kind of. But these are, like, yeah. short, slower scenes. Like, it did, it felt like when I see, you know, sequences that, like, he freaks out about, they're, like, that flashing light. This was more, like, right. images coming at you, um, no. more, more trippy than... Um, anything yeah there's definitely gosh this sounds like two different movies now like because they're like i don't have like epilepsy or anything but i do genuinely hate like the flashing stuff it does bother me i'll like look away and this one like yeah there was some stuff like that for for sure yeah especially during a sex scene the longest one you know about this yeah i do remember the sex scene um with the with the nipple um yeah that was really getting me that was the one moment that i was like that's gross um and like maybe people are listening to this and are like oh no it it was really really gross but (laughs) um uh i don't think so like i'm usually one who looks away there was not a moment where i was like i gotta look away even during i will say the anxiety i had during the dog sequence before they revealed what the dog was Mm. was a it was a great moment for me (laughs) i was totally like oh no here we go (laughs) yep yep like buckle in um and i also like even when it revealed what it was i was still expecting it to be um act a little more doggish i was glad it was more like a out of control animal than something sweet i was like if yeah. this is like if it starts whimpering, I'm gonna be so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's where you draw the line right there. Yeah. And you're like, Fuck. and that's the funniest part is like, um, you know, when I was talking about like this movie does stuff with empathy. Even that, the relief when I saw, oh, it's just a human that's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, who cares? Who cares about that? Do another one. <laughs> yeah. Dan- um, okay. So, oh wait, no, no. I guess I guess that's a spoiler. I guess. Maybe not. No, we can move into spoilers. I think we kind of pretty much have. Um, okay. Well, I was just going to ask. I mean, <clears throat> the the first scene where I already forgot his name, but Alexander Skarsgård's character watches his clone die. Right. Oh, yeah, of course, James. <laughs> yeah, of course. How could I forget that? Like, how how bad was that scene in the in the version you saw? Which the one? Fir- the first time where he watches his clone die. Uh, not bad at all. That's insane. Oh, yeah, that's wild that it's a lot. Yeah, there's like you see a lot of stabbing, but you don't see any like guts. And then you just see blood at the bottom of his feet. NC-17 one is brutal. I like figured is br- like you see the stabbing, but you also like see like so much of like his skin 
and like almost like when you remove the knife like you can see like the skin like oh yeah no. you know what i mean like oh man that's crazy yeah i can't believe um, they modified it that much it sounds like it's a lot more um were there so like uh if we're talking about spoilers uh the sex i have heard like there's like significant differences in the sex scenes right uh, did you like, so did you see a yeah go ahead she when she jerks them off you just see their faces and then it drips a couple drips onto the rock and that's all you see oh no i saw full cock and balls come <laughs> shot dude <laughs> that's what i saw the full i saw the full stroke and everything i was Wait, like that's wild. Oh, wow yeah so you you see yeah, it you never i don't think you ever see scars guard naked at all in any like you oh. see his butt once dang yeah, I mean, they, they edit it in a way where it's not you don't see like his whole body and then the dick out. It's like yeah. a close up of the dick with <laughs> her stroking it. And then it just he finishes and you see it like come out of what I assume is the prosthetic dick. And it just comes out. I'm like, I'm like, holy fuck. I was like, ain't no way. That's why I, I didn't realize there was the R version until like a few days ago. So or yesterday. So when I saw the cinema score, not that I care about cinema score, but it can be a good snapshot yeah. of what people think. And I saw I got a C minus. I was like, damn, that's pretty good. I was like, because when I saw it, I was like, ain't no fucking way that people yeah. are going to like this one. But yeah, you see full cum shot and everything. Oh, see, no, not at all. And um, the only shot that I was like, if I was the studio, if I was branded and I'm trying to make the most money. And I understand the metaphor of it, but it's uh, at the end of the movie when she takes blood and wipes it all over her uh, chest and then has him like nurse from her. I totally get the metaphor, you know, it's like a rebirth situation. But um, it was like I was like audiences just tapped out a little bit (laughs) like that dropped it from uh, like probably a B minus to a C minus right (laughs) there. yeah for real um yeah because like our audience audibly snickered and i'm like it's not supposed to be a snickering moment but also like you know (laughs) it is funny yeah it is it is funny i was watching i was like what the hell is like going on um i watched it with one of my friends who um is like probably more well-versed in movies than i am for the most part Mm -hmm. and it was so funny he like walked out and he was like oh yeah well this and this and this and this and this and i was like oh like I enjoyed it, but you like really got like I didn't even realize like Infinity Pool was like Infinity Gene Pool, all that kind of shit. I was like, oh yeah, oh. I love when I love when you go to movies with somebody and you're like, oh, I just watched it and had fun. <laughs> yeah, facts. That, so that's well. literally that's literally me with this movie. Like I'm seeing everyone's like go so deep into it, and for me, as soon as I saw like Dick and Balls, I was like, okay, I'm like I'm just gonna try to enjoy the ride on this one. Yeah, well. I, I do think like the fact and this may be one where I'm I think that the tamer version is better. Uh mm-hmm. we'll see when I, the NC seventeen comes out. Um however they do it. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's um I do find that sometimes with uh these movies where um, uh, you know, actually um using your favorite movie of last year, Babylon. Oh, boy. oh man, here we go. I know, I was gonna say, like, yeah. if there was like a little bit like 
less aggressive one, then maybe like I would have been more into it. Um, that's yeah, you know? okay, that's fair. That's fair. Not that I'm a prude um, in any like you know uh, I love transgressive stuff, but I do think like sometimes I'm like it's excessive to say a point versus like you know cutaways and things like that do actually like sometimes help tell the story better. Yeah, um, like. Uh, I saw Possessor originally, um, the unrated, and I've never seen the R-rated, but um, I know that it's the same kind of thing where, like, I remember a bunch of, like, graphic sex scenes, and this doesn't have, and graphic violence that uh, the R-rated apparently doesn't have, um, because people can easily uh, do those now. You can read, like, the, uh, what's the difference between... Right. Um, but I do think that that's going to end up being uh, something similar. Actually, last year's uh, Pleasure. Right. Yeah, um, you love that one. I love Pleasure, but I also fully believe that A24 was correct to suggest an R-rated cut. Um, mm. And I think that the fight for that ended up not working in their favor and was a mistake. Um, because no one talks about Pleasure. And I think if you had one that was accessible in a you know R-rated cut... Yeah. with just allusions to the stuff going on um, could have been a wider audience and gotten your stuff, you know, uh, yeah, gotten yeah. a more wide audience, um, which is overall, like, I think if we're moving into an era of like, you know, are you watching at home? Are you watching in theaters? I do think that <laughs> censorship is like probably going to become more likely, especially mm -hmm. when we see viral tweets, like I'm sure you've seen, of, I don't like when a sex scene happens in a show. Oh, yeah, movie. yeah, that's that's resurfaced lately. <laughs> Which I also a hundred percent was thinking of this movie uh, when I saw that tweet. I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I get what they're talking. Yeah, <laughs> I yep. disagree, but <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I, I think that kind of speaks to my my problem with at least the cut I saw is just that eventually the shock and the sex and the violence of it it, it kind of wears off on you. So I think there can be a balance, but yeah, maybe in that rated R theatrical version, I don't know, maybe it would have flowed a little bit better to me or it would have maintained my, my interest a little bit more yeah. throughout the entire movie versus I was really in the first half. And then as it just kept going, I was like, okay, like, I feel like we're just kind of rehashing. I can't even, violence. what's funny is I can't even think of where there is like that kind of possibility for violence and uh sex like i'm thinking of the movie and it's like i can think of the dog sequence i'm mm -hmm. sure a lot got cut from that because we see like him punching a lot but we don't see after like the sixth punch you don't see the um uh, really the the head of the dog anymore yeah um and i'm sure that was disgusting <laughs> what in the when, when they smoke the drug or whatever yeah it like what happens after that in yours they they do like a slow uh they do a sex scene um where like a bunch of different people pop up but it like the most graphic thing you see is like um mia goth's nipple and like some sort of like worm type thing comes out of it uh -huh. um and you see a lot of like pubic hair but that's pretty much mm. it was like, it long it not the pubic hair, but the, <laughs> the, sexy, the sexy. average. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't shorn or anything. No, um, it, it was 
my friend said it was long, but I also enjoy trippy shit. So mm. I would guess it's shorter than what you had. But okay. um, like, uh, yes, he said like we saw the sex scene and then he uh, as he walked out, he was like and then it kept going. But right. um, yeah, why was that one like really long? I mean, may- maybe it's the same. Who knows? To me, I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, this is. Well, if you're seeing close ups of like genitals, then no, it's not the same. Mm, okay. Because uh, we, there were none of that. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. So I'm going to guess, like, from what it sounds like, a good couple minutes are missing. Um, okay. Yeah. Which, may- yeah. Maybe I, I would have liked it more if I saw your cut. And maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'd like it less. Yeah. Maybe. Um, because I am not one who loves excess like that. Um, yeah. It is interesting. Because um, Carson and I talked about it. And he was like, yeah, no, you'll like it. But I think it's a little much. And so I guess I did go also in expecting. Like, you know, if something's been cut down from NC-17, in your mind, you're like, you know, they're fighting with the uh, uh, agency to be like, <laughs> can we get rid of this little bit this little yeah. bit how much can we do but it seems like they went at it with a hammer which um you know cool yeah. um especially to cut around those like trippier scenes must have been really difficult because that's a whole re-edit. oh i'm sure yeah uh, to go from because like the most that happens is like you see him making out with people um there's a there's nudity during like that cult sequence um where they're all laying down but um that's pretty much it like i think there's like 10 nude people the entire movie but they're like shown for a couple seconds max Hmm. um the one guy that they tried to they break into his house to steal his metal yeah that's only like prolonged male nudity or anything like that oh okay um and it's not there's no close-ups he's in a wide shot the entire time sure Okay. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like mostly I think the violence was definitely added at the most. And then in terms of the sex stuff, just the little handy dandy at the beach. (laughs) It sounds like. Which, yes, I think if that happened at the beginning of the movie, it would color how you see the rest of it. Because like this, this even when like the the cum drops, I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a bit much. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I was kind of like, that's like. Okay, I was like, okay, I know I know what movie I'm in for. And then I, I just left my like intellectual brain just as soon as I saw that. I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to enjoy this. Is right. I don't want to overthink this at all. And yeah. Just, yeah. Like I said, just kind of kept its wheels spinning a little bit too much. I feel like it showed its hand in the first half, and then it kept showing the same hand in the second, which is why that, I'm like, yeah. That's, that's so interesting because – and maybe it's just an effect of the R rated or maybe just us seeing, you know, differently. I yeah. felt like it moved fast because I was like, oh, we're at the like, you know, when he gets on the bus, I was like, oh, this is like we're getting to the end of the movie, huh? Um, which sounds like so like scenes where he's like uh, he's beating who he believes is the police chief, but it's himself. Is that like a violent scene? That one's not that bad. OK, that one I I. I feel like it would be the same. So what were the violent scenes then? So from what it sounds like, definitely the first time he got killed or the clone, that was definitely brutal. And then I see I'm already kind of losing track of the movie. There's one scene 
So everything prior leading up to when Mia Goth like nurses yeah. Alexander Skarsgård, how, how violent was that scene? Uh, the the dog scene, basically. Was it the dog scene? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like not violent really at all. I, oh, okay. I say it's similar to Drive. Remember Drive? Yeah. Um, where he like stomps on the guy's face. Like about as bad as that. Like, okay, oh, okay. gross, but like not like into the world. That one was pretty violent. I'll oh. say. Okay. I, 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 at least from what I'm imagining, yeah, how we've talked, I would assume that's also a place where it definitely got, got yeah. some cuts in the theatrical. Interesting. You see homie's face, like the makeup is pretty crazy on that one. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> which is so sad. It means like somebody, all this person's work, creating all these fake dicks <laughs> and faces. And person's like, work. No see it. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, oh, cool masks instead. Yeah. Oh but. God. So this is this is your favorite movie of the year then so far, right? I mean, I would assume. What else have we had missing? Megan. <laughs> Megan missing. Um, is Megan yours? No, mine would have to be one of the Sundance movies I've seen. Oh, nice. Assuming they do come out this year. Oh, uh, I know it's always so weird. Yeah, uh, but if not those, then you know, not it's January, so I'm not expecting anything amazing right now. But I guess I would say missing. Yeah, Missing Which was I, really fun. Yeah, Missing, it was fun. Uh, was surprising to me because I am one who um, really enjoyed searching, but I also oh, yeah, felt I, like, I like searching. You couldn't do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a big change uh, with this one where I was like, it's so dumb. But also, did I have a good time with it? Like, and it was it was really fun driving home with my friend and we're like talking the movie out. And by the end, we're like, none of that makes sense, huh? Facts, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. also, like, if like, you're not okay. thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like if a movie can get away with it as long as you're watching it the first time, then it's sure. like, you can, those are fair. Yeah. Um, drive I, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Afterwards, I was like, okay, this actually makes no sense at all. <laughs> but also, I'm not changing my rating because I had a good time. Yeah, so, would you rate it? I give it like three and a half stars. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fun. Yeah, <laughs> good, good time at the movies. What are you uh, excited for coming up? Um, at least recent or like coming up soon within like the month. Um, I see a knock at the cabin in a few in like tomorrow oh, or crazy. Tuesday, which I've actually heard some some good things about it. So I, a couple of my friends have read the book and really liked the book. But also, I'm curious if he keeps it like the book because he yeah. completely changed old 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, M. Night, I've had a very weird relationship. I'll be honest. I, I probably don't really like him as a director, like his movies, his movies. I don't like like his movies, like even Split, which a lot of people were like, oh, he's back. Like he's back to where he was. And I watched Split. I was like, I don't really I don't really like Split that much. I didn't like old, but. I've always thought his movies are very entertaining and they move fast. Even his, the only one that I just straight up think is a straight bore is like the last airbender, which is an atrocity amongst men in society. Uh, It's truly terrible. Yeah. Even like the (laughs) happening, which is awful. I was like, this is hilarious. This is like funny. And go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like, and from what I hear about knocking the cabin, it sounds like, I don't, I don't know. He's not into the, Maybe I'll be 
proven completely wrong, but it sounds like he didn't go like, I'm going to try to like mind fuck you at the end of this one, which I feel like he tries to do a little bit too much. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really curious um, this adaptation because uh, it's a lot darker story than he usually does. Mm. So it'll be fun to see him play with something like that. Um, yeah, for me, I go, I like Unbreakable and the rest are fun. Like, I think Unbreakable sure. is like a good film ruined by glass. <laughs> Glasses. Glass is so bad. I remember like um, Twitter for a second trying to be like, glass is good, actually. And it was just like, they could not get the numbers. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's so many <laughs> times that like uh, you watch Twitter and it's like, oh, we should talk about how great this movie is. And it's like, you see it like almost peak and you're like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Enough people are like, no, we, we correctly thought that was terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Unbreakable as a kid was like, that was the first of his that I ever watched, too. Um, mm. My parents thought I was too young for Sixth Sense. Mm. Um, so they showed me Unbreakable. And I just remember that twist, like, really getting me. Um, which was fun. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see that one. Um, yeah, it's actually, like, I feel like movies are about to start pretty soon. I know uh, <laughs> Ant-Man will probably be weak, but... Let's go... Ant Man, <laughs> let's like, go. I was watching the trailer and I was like, I could literally skip this, and it would it will not matter. <laughs> well, see, I don't know though because here's the thing: I have zero interest in Ant Man, right? Well, actually, I'll have five percent interest because Jonathan Majors. I think he's fantastic. I think he's a great actor, so I'm interested to see what he'll do. Yeah, Ant Man. I'm like, I could skip this like right now, but also Marvel does this thing where it's like. The next big Avengers movie, like Kang, will be the villain. So yeah. it's like, okay, you're just going to skip Ant-Man and then go right to Avengers? Like, you got to see Ant-Man if you want to see the villain. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, fuck. I kind of I kind of have to see it. So See, that's uh, my uh, my thing I keep telling people is like, I I will have to reconsider if I'm going to still watch the Marvel movies after Guardians 3. Because yeah. like everything new, I've just been like, eh, but like you can pull me in that one last time. But yeah. like now they're going to like, I really feel like they're going to have to work to impress me because I haven't enjoyed it. I am the one person that liked Black Widow. Um, but outside <laughs> of that, the reasoning being uh, my favorite movie of the entire MCU is uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. And Black Widow kind of touched that. And so I was like, oh, this is fun. We're back to like spy movies, um, sure. which is also why I think Secret Invasion will be like something that I will personally enjoy. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think myself and a lot of people are kind of with you. Like if Guardians 3 comes and it's like mid or bad, even I think a lot of people are going to be like, OK, like that's it. Like last but straw. I'm out. But even if it's good, that's it. They're they're not doing a Guardians four. <laughs> like James is fully abandoned ship. It's the yeah. same. For, it's the same for me. How I feel about any of the um, like DC movies coming up, um, like where you know <laughs> he well, already Zachary Levi. none of these matters. So, so on the day that we're recording, Zachary Levi is trending on Twitter right now. Oh my god, that was wild. So. 
I cannot believe he <laughs> like yeah. I, I I can't I don't think anyone has as bad at luck as WB. <laughs> <laughs> they just have yeah. all these random people and they're like, oh here, let's just have <laughs> yeah. every single person. Here's your franchise, and then yeah. they just do something. Uh, and then, you know, even going like with someone like uh The Rock who went and destroyed Shazam 2 because he has an ego trip that yeah. kind of destroyed the DCEU after all of it. It kind, yeah, it kind of, yeah, when you think about it, it kind of broke them. They're like, like alright, fuck it. this. James Gunn, you're in. Like, we need, we need, to, we need something. Well, thanks. Uh, so, where can we find you? <laughs> yeah, uh, you can find me just on YouTube, Letterboxd, and Twitter, just pretty much the film drunk and uh i should pop up so pretty easy cool and i'm at price like tag on twitter instagram and letterboxd um we'll be back next week and hopefully carson will be here so uh (laughs) thanks yeah thanks for having me yeah